This is B of C Live, the video and podcast series of Business of Cannabis. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com. Coming up on BFC Live, we connect with Bina Goldenberg. She is the CEO of Organogram. They are a Moncton, New Brunswick-based producer. We want to connect with her about their recent financials, about their investment into their facility, as well as gaining market share in Canada. This is Bina Goldenberg. Bina Goldenberg, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm glad we can, uh, because this week Organogram released uh, your quarterly financials. We're going to talk about that. And um, as I was saying for a minute before we came on, it's nice to talk to people that are sharing good news. Um, Not that that's few and far between, but it is nice to talk to people who have good news. And um, before I begin, was it noticeable that I personally bought Tropic Thunder Jays uh, uh, over the past couple of months? Could you feel that, that bump? Absolutely. Listen, we feel a bump, but a lot of people are buying our, our jar, jar of joints under shred and, and that Tropic Thunder is a very popular flavor. And it seemed to be because when I went to buy it, I won't say where I bought it, but it was not, it was not going unnoticed that it was moving off the shelves by the bud tender. So, so that, that, that's generally a good sign. That's a very micro sign, but talk a, like, talk a little bit about how the last quarter was uh, for your organogram. Right. So listen, we had strong double digit growth in our top line. And a lot of it had to do with our shred brand, for sure. Um, You know, it is uh, a great brand out there uh, right now. Uh, Number like number one search brand on the OCS website, 11 of the last 12 months. So out there for a while, people recognize the brand and are looking for it. Um, you know, you hate to admit when you have demand outstripping supply, but we're in that situation. And there's not a lot of cannabis companies that could say that. We, we certainly have strong demand. And, and, you know, as part of our announcement uh, with our results, we talked about the $38 million investment in adding capacity to our Moncton Grow facility because we have this demand, pent up demand for this brand. And the truth is we don't even have it in many of the regions across the country. We've got a lot of uh, business in Ontario and Alberta, uh, very limited in Quebec, and we haven't been able to get to other markets because of the, the demand is so great. So uh, it's, it's really a good problem to have. It's the right problem to have and not one that everybody does have. And, and talk, about, um, talk about the brand in particular, because obviously the Shred product, at least the first ones that we came in contact with, I think were the sort of large format. And then it's sort of extending into the, you're going to correct me when I'm wrong, but like the pre-rolls and then actually edibles as well. Like talk about that. So the brand has resonance beyond sort of its original format. Uh, Absolutely. So the original format was really bold flavors. It's not simply milling one strain. It's, it's creating a formula that generates, whether it's the Tropic Thunder or Narberry flavor and flavor profile. And then we've taken that to our, our pre-rolls. We've also introduced shreddings and focused, those are our edibles, and focused on bolder flavors to, to build it out. And, and we'll be looking at vapes as well under this uh, brand that really ties back to the flavor profile of, of what we're offering consumers. So it's a great franchise. A lot of people look at it and say, you know, this is value segment and everybody's talking about moving premium. And listen, we have a premium brand with Edison and we could meet that 
that cannabis enthusiasts with a brand that has, you know, the terpenes and the higher THC and the quality bud structure and everything that the enthusiasts are looking for. But you can't ignore the volume of people in the segment, in the value segment that are looking for a, a great quality, high potency product at a low price. And, you know, what we found is this nice space to be in. The truth is that's what helps the migration of people from the illicit market into the legal market when the pricing is right and the offering is good. So Shred plays a really important role for us, as does Edison. It's just a different end consumer. Yeah. And talk a little bit about that, because, of course, uh, when you started talking, it was talking about filling demand, the demand even for the Shred product or products. That's sort of part of it. If there was a stable environment where there's like there's a stable number of stores, we re relatively know what the demand is. But with the ramp up over the past year plus in Ontario, and it continues, like it's not just shooting at a target that is stable. It's like shooting at a target in the future that is growing all the time. And like like it, that must be a interesting or different business challenge, especially when you need to grow the product to actually get into the stores. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, so there's a lead time factor that nobody likes to recognize, but by the time, you know, growing the flower and then harvesting it and packaging it and getting it, like you're at least four to five months from, you know, seed to sale. And so just because there's extra demand, you can't, if you don't have it, you don't have it. So, um, you know, we're forecasting and it's, it's difficult to forecast any new category, any new product, you do your best. Look, the industry went through people over forecasting it a couple of years ago that there was so much inventory, people had mounds to get rid of. And now it's the other way around, right? Everybody scaled back. And as demand ramps up, it's hard to ramp up as quickly. Um, but, you know, like I said, it's, it's a good problem to have. We are ramping up. We're seeing better yields uh, out of our facility, economies of scale out of our facility. And, you know, we're meeting consumer need. We're just being... Um, thinking through our rollout based on what we have available before we roll out to too many markets. And and now there is at least, I wouldn't call it long-term historical data, but it's three years, right? You know, there, there are there are patterns, whether there's a hundred stores or 2000 of, of sort of purchasing habits and what they, what consumers want and what the segments look like at an ever-increasing market, ever-increasing number of retailers, ever-increasing number of SKUs even. Um, you mentioned something at the top about, uh, investments into the Moncton facility. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because we're, we're big proponents of Moncton and New Brunswick overall, but talk a little about the, 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 uh, the investment you're making in the facility uh, there. Yes, sure. So, so we're currently have a capacity of about 40,000 kilos of, of product annually coming out of the facility. And, you know, we keep optimizing it. So it'll move up just a little bit um, out of optimizing the grow rooms we currently have. But the expansion 4C that we're looking at will move us to about 70,000 kilograms. And our goal is to have that um, rooms planted and start harvesting by the summer. So lots, lots of work going on and it'll ramp us up to a lot of capacity. That's where we'll be able to take a different view to how to expand you know, across the country um, and other opportunities to explore. But yes, very substantial growth. I like it. Well, I like it. We've, we've been to the facility before and it's a fascinating place to sort of visit. And if nobody's been to Moncton, 
independent of what organogram does there I would highly recommend, and I'm not just working for the Tourism Bureau of Moncton, but but I do think it's a it's a neat town uh, to get there. And so as you look ahead, sort of talking about more capacity coming online, looking at the market as it expands, finding resonance with consumers. I don't want to say you're bullish on the market, but like, are, do you feel like Organogram not so much hitting its stride, but like you understand where consumers want, you understand where the market's going, you're building capacity to meet that demand, like steadier footing than I think you don't have to badmouth your colleagues and other other industries but like you feel like you're on the path uh, absolutely we we have some momentum and we feel pretty good about uh, where we're going um, we talked a little bit about our flower but we could also talk about edibles you know we we closed the deal with edibles and infusions corporation last spring between the close in April, we launched product by August and we were already almost a six share national market. Um, again, with our Shreddams launch, we had a competitively priced offering in the marketplace that got us a quick distribution across the country. And I, I'm very excited about edibles as well, just because you know it, it becomes, you know right now that's a segment that's underdeveloped. It's an opportunity for very discreet um, dosing and, and, and it's a great opportunity. I'm very excited about the facility, high technology, highly automated, which gets us a competitive advantage. Yeah, and actually big picture, you sort of, I don't know if you keep a chart like this in your office, I do in mine, but you know, once in a while it comes over like the percentage of market share of the big companies. And there are some with red arrows down and some with green arrows up and organogram is, is a green arrow up. Which is always great to see. I always like to be green and not red uh, for sure. <laughs> well, well, it's good. I want to, I want to congratulate you on the, on the quarter, but also thank you as always for the time, because it's always great to check in here, uh, how it's going and sort of where you're headed. So Fina, thank you for the time. We look forward to connecting with you next quarter as well. And maybe even next quarter, we'll be in Moncton for the, uh, the opening of those rooms. That sounds great. Thanks great. so much. Thanks, Fina. We'll talk to you soon. All right. That was Bina Goldenberg, CEO of Organogram. If you like this program, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you heard the show. It helps support the work we do. We're able to do what we do because of ongoing partnerships with Alterna Savings, Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, Can Delta, Gallagher, Headset, and Torque and Main. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com.